This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. Welcome to another episode of Press One for Nick. Your host, Nick Limsdahl, is the Director of Contact Center Solutions at VDS. Through conversations with customer service and customer experience leaders, Nick and his guests exchange insightful stories, best practices, and invaluable lessons they have learned along the way. I'm excited today to have Jason Anderson. Jason is a Director of Customer Experience at Brisk Heat Corporation and the co-leader at CXPA Columbus Chapter. Welcome to the podcast, Jason. Thanks, Nick. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, no problem at all. I'm excited to get going. So, you know, how did you go about getting started in customer experience? Uh, Um, I think I've, well, first of all, I've been here at Brisky for about four years this past April, and I really was introduced almost six years ago to customer experience. Um, At the time, I was the uh, leader for the marketing and customer service groups at a mm-hmm. especially chemical manufacturing company. Mm-hmm. And, you know, trying to figure out different ways to differentiate not only our brand, but enhance our customer service. You know, I you know, took my talents to the interweb trying to find different ways I, that I could, uh, you know, really put, you know, that company on the map and came across customer centricity. And yeah, I, I just, it's just one of those things. I don't know, first, second page of Google, I don't know. Um, but then I just started learning more and trying to figure out what that was and how could I incorporate uh, that into uh, the company I was at and, uh, you know, worked on that and really got, I got really excited about it. I'm like, this stuff is pretty cool. Um, it has a lot of the similarities um, in regards to philosophies that I believe in. Um, So from there, I started reaching, trying to find opportunities where I could transition from marketing and customer service into customer experience. Um, A job popped popped up over here at uh, Brisk Heat and, you know, I applied and, you know, here I am now the director of customer experience at Brisk Heat. Wow. That's an interesting story. Uh, the, The career of Jason Anderson in customer experience started on the second page of Google. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's an interesting story. So, you know, one thing that um, kind of caught my eye, we're, we're both contributors for uh, CX of uh, Michigan uh, around blog content. And uh, we had a conversation about one of your articles that you have written called um, Initiate Your Pre-Customer Experience Strategy in 3, 2, 1, Go. And... Um, you know, first of all, I recommend everybody kind of going out to checking out that website and I will post it um, along with this podcast, um, but feel free to go check out that. But um, isn't, isn't customer experience just easy? You just kind of scribble a note uh, on a napkin over lunch and, and um, you know, and then it turns into the, the Amazon uh, experience. Well, you know, absolutely. It's, you know, that's, that's why this, the field is growing exponentially because you can just walk in the door and go to lunch. And by the time you're done, you know, everyone's like, geez, this is the next, next Jeff Bezos here. We're, we're going to make billions. <laughs> it's just uh, like, it's like the easy bake oven. You just set it and forget it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, and that's why we're also widely thought of. And, you know, our job's super easy. It's, right now I got my feet up. 
my feet are up and I'm just watching my minions do everything. Yeah, yeah, highly unlikely. So back to the article, how do you go about, um, you know, building this and, and having a pre-customer experience strategy? Uh, you know, when I originally was trying to figure out what type of article to write for um, CX of Michigan State, and uh, I, the first thing that popped up into my mind is outside of really just a traditional customer experience strategy, which there's 745 different variations if you, yeah. if you look online. And, um, uh, you know, for me, as somebody getting, who's getting into customer experience, um, and this is my first role in the, in the field, I, you know, I, I didn't know where to start. And just like this article, I, I actually remembered one of my first jobs out of following graduate school, I was working at a uh, facility where we tested medical devices, um, and I was working with customers, explaining them how to, you know, what testing they needed to be, their, subject their medical device to, which, you know, medical device, you think catheters and, you know, hip replacement parts and, and such. And the opportunity came up to mentor, because um, they were starting a mentoring program. I jumped at it because I was fresh out of grad school and approached the president and CEO at the time, Jeff Blair, um, and said, hey, I'd love to, you know, be your mentee. And he agreed upon it. And, you know, along the lines of our conversations, he, two things that he really stuck out and that still stick with me today is he told me, Jason, if you want to be a leader in any organization, um, you have to start by talking to your coworkers and your employees. He's like, I don't care what you do. You can look at the picture on their desk, talk about their kids, um, find out their hobbies, but they are the most crucial part to any organization. And that, if you learn anything from me, he's like, that's where you need to start. Mm-hmm. And, and, that's, and that's as soon as, I, the, like I said, the opportunity comes for writing. I'm like, that's what popped into my mind. I'm like, before I do anything, you know, like, I think one of the key components, which – I didn't realize that at the time, but now do is, you know, your employees um, and how do you start? And I think you have to make the time and make the effort to get to know everyone within your organization so you can move forward any of your initiatives, um, whether it's, you know, engaging your employees more or trying to work with leaders um, or executives. Um, if you don't understand who they are and, um, what they know and what their um, motivators are, you're not going to be able to get anything you want to accomplish off the ground. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, I guess kind of backing up a little bit, um, let's say uh, the listeners don't have a plan uh, or or a goal or they didn't inherit an existing program. uh, What steps should they take uh, before building a, a CX strategy besides just kind of listening to the employees? I think, you know, and, and this is, goes back, and this is the other thing that I learned is I think as CX professionals, you have to have a deep understanding of your organization. Um, you can't just walk into it and say, I'm going to build a CX program, um, and my strategy has these four or five components. You, I mean, you need to invest the time in, one, again, not getting to know your coworkers, but understand what your business is, what their mission is who's in charge of what, um, how, how is a sale made? 
um, how does how are people hired um, all those things in your product development you have to spend time getting to understand that um, because those are some of the key drivers uh, besides your employees if you don't understand it again you're not going to know where to start once you start building out your strategy right yeah that makes total sense you know uh, so you you're doing all this work on the front end um, and, and you're building this kind of the foundation for a, a CX strategy. Does it make sense? And, and should you tell people about this, this um, kind of the, the gold mine that you're kind of building or this foundation before you even start implementing it? Oh, I, absolutely. I'm a firm believer in transparency. Now I'm not going to go down to the minutia because uh, as you know, people's eyes are going to glaze over. Um, but I do work with, you know, other, you know, my coworkers, people that are on my team, um, and other departments. Um, I have a customer experience team here, um, that I bounce ideas off and say, Hey, this is what I'm thinking. Does this make sense? Um, you know, from an overall strategy standpoint, um, when we're looking at corporate objectives, you know, I work with our senior management, um, saying here it is. And then as I start piecing all these together, I'm absolutely sharing all of that um, so they know um, where I'm at and they have a voice in this as well because we're all in this together um, and I'll try and incorporate as much as their feedback as I can um, but I think it's key that everybody knows and has a stake in that CX strategy that I'm building and continuously refining right no I no, that makes sense you know why the, what what some of the listeners might think of is why should why should they receive buy-in prior to launch? Is it is it because maybe they they want to align it with other business objectives? Is it because um, everybody's saying, well, uh, that's just one more thing that I have to do? Um, you know, maybe do they have champions inside of each department? Uh, what what advice would you have for them? Um, you know. It, I guess from my point of view is, you know, and I, and I utilize my customer experience team uh, because they represent uh, members from across the organization, they, you know, different departments and utilize them uh, and encourage them to speak to their leaders and give them a voice, not only within their department, but within Brisky in general saying, you know, like, hey, this is, this is Tom, you know, this is what he says from accounting and um, he's part of the CX team. And so, you know, utilizing, the team and folks within their own department helps familiarize them and works towards uh, what I believe is the executive buy-in. But that, those are separate conversations um, that you have to have and se separate plan you have to have to, to really work with your executives. Yeah, that, the, the one quote that you had inside the article that I really liked, it was by Robert Collier. And it says, success is the sum of small efforts repeated day in and day out. Uh, so you can't build Rome in a day. It has to be continued uh, stepping blocks uh, or stepping stones along the way to, to build your masterpiece. And it's, it's going to take some hard effort, but um, hopefully there'll be a reward at the end. Um, you know, when you go through building this platform or building this, this strategy, you know, um, you know, my, my guess is you probably ran into a few roadblocks, but uh, what are some specific roadblocks that that um, people should should watch out for? Uh, the biggest, uh, I think, roadblocks is 
you know, if you are like myself, I'm a customer experience team of one and I don't have a staff or people that report directly to me to actually go and help me accomplish some of these goals. So the big roadblock is how do you work with other departments and other folks um, to get them to help push forward some of your initiatives. And I think that ties back to, to working with and getting to know folks, um, you know, in, in that pre-customer experience strategy when you're out there talking to folks. But the biggest roadblocks is how do you work um, outside of your own department and get them to actually, you know, help and be part of it. And helping is a, is a key aspect of it, but it, it, that's one of the biggest roadblocks. The other one um, that, that I face constantly is uh, is the bottom line and how do you show return um, to a manager of a different department so they can let you use their staff or use their resources that that sort of philosophy of what's in it for me and how is this going to help further my departmental goals yeah yeah I, I hear that a lot around the ROI of customer experience and and um, leaders tend to want that ROI uh, within the quarter or within the, within the year. And sometimes that's, that's not feasible because it's a, it's a longer term um, solution for the organization, but it's what's best for the customer. Um, you know, the one, one question I didn't uh, prep you for, but uh, we'll, we'll put you a little bit on the spot. Uh, hopefully it's a softball is, um, you know, you've been in the customer experience space for a while. Um, you know, you're a co-leader at CXPA, now uh, you're writing content, you're speaking, um, you know, what do you know now that you wish you knew when you first started out? What, what advice would you give yourself when you first started out? In the CX realm or just in yep. general? CX. Uh, CX realm. Um, I, I would say, the biggest thing that I can think of right now that I think has helped me a lot is, and I would certainly tell is, you know, you've got to, you got to be able to focus and be able to calculate what that return is on, on investment. You got to keep the bottom line in the forefront. Otherwise, I don't like to say that as a CX professional, you like to keep the customer in mind at all times, but um, to truly benefit them and get, things accomplished, you have to understand how that factors into your organization and what are what that means to other people. And otherwise, you're going to be spinning your wheels and ultimately your customers aren't going to benefit. Yeah, no, that's, that's a great answer. And, and uh, even better since I put you on the spot. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Uh, it, two questions that I leave uh, that I ask at the very end uh, of, of every podcast to my guest. Um, and, and the first question is, uh, what book or person has influenced you the most in the past year around customer service or customer experience? Okay. Um, book or person. I would say, actually, I've got, I've got two people. Um, that come to mind and for me and I, I don't know it's one of the things that I, I sort of you know judge books and any webinar I, I attend is you know after reading this is there something that that person wrote or said that moves me to action or moves me to want to learn more 
And is there some sort of takeaway? That's a, I mean, that's my mindset when I'm listening because there's some amazing speakers out there in the CX space and there's some amazing books um, that really, I mean, to me, speak to me, they're powerful, but really when it comes down to it, I need actionable insight. Um, And things things that I'm going to be able to walk away and do something now. And the two people that come to my mind are uh, Annette Franz and James Dotkins. And it was probably uh, maybe a month or two ago, uh, Annette had a hosted a webinar and, you know, she's big, she's got the employee experience and, and something she said within the first five minutes of her talk hooked me and she was talking about how she does executive interviews in regards to trying to understand where that company organization is in their CX, you know, journey and understand where their pain points, the friction is of their customers. Um, and that struck me. And, I, you know, after that, I said, I, I got to learn more um, from Annette, and she's been great. Uh, I've reached out to her a couple of times, and she shared some some information and some insight, and that's been awesome. And James Dawkins, I think, is, besides being a rock star, literally, <laughs> uh, he he had four points um, that I've, I've always thought, I, I continue to think about, and I've actually typed them up, printed off, and stuck it at my workstation, um, that that were true to me, actionable insights is when you're thinking about your customer experience initiatives, how are they going to impact customer satisfaction? Um, are your customers happy? Um, customer loyalty, are they going to come back to you? Um, share of wallet, are they going to spend more money with you? And operational efficiency or cost savings, and what are those, are your objectives hitting any of those that you want to accomplish in the organization? And when he, the way he said it, I'm like, that's, that's pretty amazing. And, and since, you know, being introduced to James and, and, that, and you know, I've, those, I've just sort of tried to absorb as much as they have. Um, Cause I think they're pretty amazing and their takeaways uh, to date, you know, it's certainly helped me and I've utilized them all um, and hope to learn some more from those guys. Yeah, no, those are both, uh, Pillars of, of, of CX uh, leaders right there. Um, and, and actually both of them will be on the podcast here uh, in the coming months. So stay tuned for that uh, as, a, as a little hook. But uh, the second question I have is, if you could leave a note to all the customer service or customer experience professionals, what would it say? Uh, I don't know, it just popped into my mind because uh, yeah, you might have prepped me a little bit, Nick, but uh, I, I, I've been stuck on this. I don't, I don't know what notes. I couldn't think of something that I would want to just leave behind in the desk drawer for someone to think about. Um, yeah. But then something popped into my mind. I, I think about the old, for all those people that are familiar with VH, VHS tapes, um, that statement of, you know, uh, be kind, please rewind. And that popped into my head for some reason that I'm like, well, I think us as CX professionals, uh, customer service professionals, um, really in any of the service industries, you need to be kind um, to not only your, your uh, customers, but your coworkers. But at the end of the day, at the end of the action, end of the interaction, take a moment, rewind it a little bit, think about it and say, okay, what, what could I have done better? Um, what would, how was that interaction? How could I 
think about this and maybe replicate that with the next customer or, hey, you know, I didn't have the resources I need. How can I let my manager know to get some of these resources so that next interaction for another customer is, is, is even better? So that's, that would be my, it would be my little post-it note drawn in the shape of a VHS cassette. <laughs> That's awesome. I did not think that we were going to be talking about VHS uh, tapes, uh, but it, it makes complete sense. So, Jason, I appreciate your time today. Uh, where can our listeners connect with you online? Uh, the best place to, to catch me is on LinkedIn. Um, I'll be sure to promote uh, your podcast, and I've been checking out, uh, and I will check out uh, your future cast with Annette and uh, James for sure. Um, but yeah, connect me on uh, with on LinkedIn. All right, sounds good. Thanks again for your time, and uh, uh, hope you have a great day. You too. I really appreciate it, Nick. Thank you. All right, bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Press One for Nick. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and share. Until next time, focus on your customers. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit cxofm.org for more resources.